0: Hi, and welcome to the third episode of Drona's Talk Talk, exclusively on Radio Naira, Raleigh Durham, on 99.9 FM, HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Last time, I talked about the various aspects of fundamental analysis, and I hope I was able to give you a good overview of what fundamental analysis is. As I also mentioned last time, This episode will be centered around getting you familiar with all you need to know about technical analysis. Technical analysis is the opposite from fundamental analysis and instead uses market data to determine a stock's future. There are two main investment strategies that may affect one's use of technical analysis. The first one is what is known as the buy and hold investment strategy. This is where an investor buys a share in a company that they predict will do well in the future, and then they hold this share in that company for an extended period of time. In other words, these could be referred to as long-term investors. The next one is what is known as a trader. This person is dedicated to the market and makes money through short-term moves in the market. For technical analysis, like with fundamental analysis, there are some main indicators that we use. Specifically, I will be going over nine. The first indicator out of these nine is called support. This is the lowest point a stock can fall before it makes its way up, and it's usually the lowest point on the stock's chart. To find a support, most people use what are called moving averages, which I will get to later. The next indicator is what is called resistance. Resistance is the opposite of support. It is the point when a stock reaches a high point and is most likely to start falling down. You can also use moving averages uh, to find resistance, and you want to look at a period for these moving averages of between 3 and 9 months. The third indicator is moving averages, which as I just said, is what you can use to find support and resistance. The most common moving averages are the 30-day, 50-day, and 90-day. And basically what a moving average is, is that it takes all the closing prices of a stock in whatever period you choose, a 30, 50, or 90-day, and it finds the average of all of them. When a stock is trading above its moving averages and then begins to reach resistance or that like high point and begins to start falling down, as the stock begins to reach either its 30 day, 50 day, or 90 day moving average, this is a sign of support. If it goes below um, the moving average, however, this could mean that the stock will continue in a downtrend for a while and will continue to yield bad returns. If a stock is trading below its moving average, its moving average will act like resistance, and if it goes above the moving average, it can mean that good returns are in the future for that stock. The next indicator is what is called the Exponential Moving Average, or EMA. An EMA, unlike the moving averages we went over, which are actually called simple moving averages. Take the recency of the closing price date into account. In simple moving averages, when you are finding the average of all the closing prices, the oldest closing price date has the same level of importance as the newest closing price date. But in EMAs, the newest one is valued more. This is because of the notion that you can better understand the stock's future the more recent the data. The next indicator is what is called the Moving Average Convergence Divergence, or MACD. This indicator is what is called an oscillator and has two lines and basically shows whether or not a stock is overbought or oversold. Out of the MACD's two lines, one is called the MACD line and the other is called the support line. There are two main things that you kind of need to know about these two lines and when they go away from each other and when they cross. The main thing that you need to know is that if the MACD line crosses the signal line while going up, this means that the stock is most likely to be bullish or have good returns or like go up. But if the MACD line moves under the signal line, This is a sign for bearish or bad returns. The sixth indicator is what is called the RSI, which stands for Relative Strength Index. This indicator is also an oscillator uh, used to show if a stock is overbought or oversold. And the RSI is on a scale from 0 to 100. Usually, if the RSI touches 30 or is in kind of that 30 range, it is considered to be oversold or undervalued, which means it's a good buying point for that stock. If the RSI is in the 70 range or even above 70, the stock is considered to be overbought or overvalued, and it is a good selling point. The next indicator is what is called the Bollinger Band. Longer Bands have two bands and are used mainly on the 20-day moving average. There is one band on top of the moving average and one band on the bottom of the 20-day moving average. The closer that the moving like average line gets to the top band, the more overbought or overvalued a stock is, meaning you should show, sell. Sell. If it gets closer to the bottom line, the stock is more oversold, undervalued, and at a better buying point. Bollinger Bollinger Bands are also a type of oscillator. The eighth indicator is what is called the stochastic oscillator. This is kind of a very easy indicator in the sense that it's basically just the RSI only if it goes above 80, it is overbought, and if it goes above below 20, it is oversold. The final indicator is one that really has nothing to do with a stock chart at all, and it is called on-balance volume. This indicator doesn't use price data, but instead operates under the idea that increases in volume, I should say sharp increases in volume, can either lead to increases or decreases in stock price. This indicator is mainly used to find stocks which, despite good volume increases, have a price that stays flat or the same throughout. The theory behind it is that the longer their volume increases and their stock doesn't move, the more likely the stock is going to suddenly go up or go down. What we can see from all these different indicators is that there are clear signs with them to determine the future of a stock. As you already may be able to tell, if you learn about technical analysis in depth, it is very easy to use it and profit from it. That is it for technical analysis, and I hope I was able to give you a good list of options for you to choose from in terms of the indicators you can use for technical analysis. Thanks for listening to Drona Stock Talk, and tune in every Saturday at 2pm to further your knowledge of our financial market. If you want to share this show or hear it again, it is available on RadioNaira.com. Thank you.